Hello and welcome to Catalyst Happy Hour. It's with me, Anthony. And me, Darren. And we are back once again to chat to you about all things random, because that is exactly what we do at the moment, really. There's no real plan to it, no real series. No, it's all <laughs> it's all a bit random because we're running out of things to talk about. <laughs> We are, but if you haven't heard our past podcasts, head back and listen to them. You can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon, Podbean, YouTube, and so many more. Go back and listen to our past podcasts. Darren does list them off. Um, but you can also just check out our website, www.castishuth.org.uk, where you can find our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so much more, and our email addresses, which are info and sneak. Or Darren at castishief.org.uk. Bam, done. Yeah, there I, it is. I think it's tr- true what you said the other day. You just record that and just stick it in each week. We should. Uh, uh, this is the thing for anyone listening that might think we do, we don't. We haven't been clever enough to do that. We literally re record it every week. <laughs> every week. And it's like, um, was that the same as last week or do it differently <laughs> last week? <laughs> uh, but I am still in a different location. So again, I apologize for any sound issues. I don't have my microphone back, but I will have it back for next week. Yep. So Anthony is still in his little box and will still sound a little bit echoey if you listen to last week's podcast. <laughs> it was it wasn't great, was it? No, it really did sound like you were actually in a box. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah. it's a big room. It's a big room. Just a large box. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're gonna attempt something this week that we did in the past, but none of you will have ever heard it because we thought it was so bad we never released it. It, it was very bad. It was, yeah. But we yeah. we have been scouring the news this week and there's just been so many random little stories pop up that have either made us laugh or that have been like, you know, quite important and, and have been affecting society that we thought actually let's let's attempt to talk about the news again and hopefully this will work because Anthony's not got enough time to record another one so whatever happens (laughs) this is what you're going to get guys so this is raw (laughs) honestly we we have realized today i think this is the first time on the podcast that we've realized we're running out of time to do things <laughs> yeah so um i think our recording of the podcast is going to be here there and everywhere from now on it it's not going to be recorded on a wednesday every week um but that's okay because right. you know whatever happens we will try and get a podcast to you by the friday at 2 p.m we will and you know what we've darren and i have finally done it we finally got sleepover organized so who knows maybe we'll record one at the sleepover yes yes i think actually somebody did say that i think Teresa mentioned that to record she did she did. Um, so yeah, so perhaps two weeks time you'll hear the podcast live from the well recorded live at the sleepover. Yeah. Um, technically, if you've got, I mean, Anthony's coming to me this week on Friday, wow. so in theory we could have tried it on a live one at two p.m. I would have had to get there in time though. It probably would have been a quick old turnaround. I mean, that would have been a, uh, a big. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he would have maybe, to put his foot down. Who knows? Maybe we'll just do an Instagram live to remind you the podcast is up this time. <laughs> yeah, why not? Anyway, we'll, what we'll are we going to talk? <laughs> yeah, do, do, do you want to listen to us? Like, no. Did anyone uh, see the results of his Anthony call? I didn't. Uh, nor did I. I forgot to look. <laughs> well, we'll take it as hundred percent yes because I voted. So. <laughs> yeah, and I voted no, and I got fifty-fifty so again. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go never mind um so yeah so this week we're going to look at some of the news stories that have uh, hit the headlines um we over are. the last 
week or so, maybe a couple of weeks, depending um, on when we've actually read them. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go first with the first one that I've well, got. Can I, can, oh. I just, can I just put in the most important news story to begin with? Yeah. Westlife released their new single this morning, everyone. Go and listen to it. It's brilliant. Oh, did they? Yeah. It's really oh. good. Oh. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't listen to the release radar because it doesn't come out until Friday. So yeah. Um, yeah. it'll be on there. So yeah, let, let us know what it's like. Did you like you it? Is it good? Is it bad? Yeah, there we go. There's the biggest news story of the week. We're done. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Remember, you can listen to our podcast. <laughs> So no, sorry, my, first, my first story, um, okay, I'm not going to read out the headline. I'm just going to read part of the story. So uh, a Turkish man um, <laughs> decided to go on a um, drinking session, uh, got a little bit worse for wear, and um, got lost on his way home. He was wandering the forest. His friends and his family were worried about him. So they then called the police and did what you would normally do if someone's gone missing, you know. So they then sent out a search party. During that search party, said man, oh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name, decided to um, join the search party to look for the missing person, which in fact was him. So this went on for a little while to the point that he kind of clicked when they were shouting his name through the forest. And he replied, I'm here thinking that they were just calling him back. But uh, in fact, it was actually a search party for him. It's, I mean, it's brilliant. <laughs> if you've not read the story, head online and just Google Turkish man joins own search party and have a read. I mean, yeah, but it was only when volunteers began to chat his name that he became confused and asked whom they were actually trying to locate. It's um, so good. Yeah, so good. It was just ridiculous, and um, there was reports that um, it doesn't say if the man is going to be fined um, by the police for um, going missing. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't um, know that bit. Yeah, well, welcome to Turkish law, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just you, the thing is, you can't, you can't write it, can you? You could never make that up, could you? Like, I mean, you probably is... could. That would probably be in some sort of. Um, like sitcom yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah but i i just uh, how would you react if you were one of his mates <laughs> that's the thing isn't it is that suddenly he's like oh yeah i'm here and it's like what are you joking me we've just spent all this time and you've been following us around everywhere we go <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I would have loved to be in a fly on the wall just to see the guy's face when he realised that they were actually looking for him. <laughs> what I want to know is how long do you think he left it? When he clicked, do you think somewhere in his mind he went, I need, I need to leave this and just, you know, just somehow ring someone or something like that. I'm not going to make it known that I've joined my own search party. <laughs> Yeah, he must have had a thought, do I, do I say anything or do I just go along? And, yeah. Or, 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 or do I leave the search party and just head home and pretend I don't know nothing about it? I That's mean, all these things would have gone through your head. Yeah, do I just start shouting my own name and see what happens? Oh, dear. Okay, um, have, you, have you got a story? I do. Um, and my one is... It's not a funny one. It's one that's been coming up a lot, though, and it was one that I said to Darren when we were talking about this. I do want to bring it up 
But for anyone that hasn't seen, there have been protests happening on roads throughout Britain uh, by a group called Insulate Britain, um, which have, you know, it's caused delays, it's caused carnage. Um, But the reason that I wanted to bring this news story up today is because I saw one on Tuesday this week where they, for anyone that doesn't know, what they do, they're protesting, they sit in the road and they stop traffic, okay? That is their protest. They're stopping traffic, they're making a point. Police are now catching up to it and they're getting there very fast and removing them out of the road, you know, for the safety of of them as well as as for the drivers. Mm. Um, But I saw a story this week that a guy was going for a job interview as a HGV driver and he had a phone call while stuck in traffic saying he was too late and that he would not be getting a job because he didn't make it for the interview because they blocked the road. Wow. Can you hear that banging in the background? No. No. Yes. I do apologise. It looks like the neighbour again is doing some DIY. And here's a funny story for you. Uh, We think that we're going to be a joined house with our next door neighbours soon because if they continue bashing walls and everything, they're going to break it down. (laughs) Um, But moving back onto that, I mean, I have heard some really, some really, really bad stuff that's come out from them protesting to the point where they wouldn't move for an ambulance that needed to get through um, in the, I think it was in, well, it's, it's all happening around London, isn't it? Mm. Um, and they wouldn't move and they were literally being physically dragged from the street. You know, I'm all for freedom of being able to protest. Yeah. But, you know, we've all got places to go and we've all got things to do and okay, you want to cause disruption. Yeah. But your message isn't getting across in the correct way. No one is going to give the sympathy or take note when you're causing so much anger. That's the thing. The name Insulate Britain now is not always, but for a very long time now, is going to be just associated with that. Um, and I didn't realise that about the ambulance. As I say, the reason I brought it up is because of because of this 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 poor guy that had lost lost his job in you. But yeah, yeah, absolutely so, crazy. But let's let's know your opinions on that as well, because you know you might say something to us that. We have a fourth. Yeah, yeah, it might, might be a positive a positive thing from it. Um, it might be a negative thing from it. Just send us what you think of it. But that, I mean, that was quite a serious news story that I wanted to bring up. But it was, it, it's one that I've seen so much of and I needed to just talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, it has made the news a lot. And um, yeah, yeah we've, um, we, we've had a few conversations in the house regarding it. And yeah. yes, we, we do need to do something about the climate change, but there's ways and means to go about it. There is. And I have just seen, I'm currently scrolling through the news as we speak in case anything pops up while we're talking. Uh, one hour ago, breaking news, eco-protesters in Britain have announced they are suspending their protests until the 25th of October. Thank you. Due to drivers fighting back. There you so go. somewhere... Somewhere, some drivers have started fighting back. Uh, I wonder why the 25th of October, though. I want what is... is that a special day? Yeah. Uh, again, let us know if you know why the 25th of October. I mean, I could just read the story, but I don't want to. Nah, well, we're not giving them any, any more airtime. 
Um, you know, from all our listeners who are, uh, you know, <laughs> listening. Um, my next news story, which I absolutely love, which actually happened yesterday. As, uh, yeah. record, as recording this, um, if you are a Star Trek um, lover, you would a, love this. A Trekkie, as a they Trekkie. may be called. Um, <laughs> then you will know that Captain Kirk finally made it to space for real. I mean, I was going to write to the BBC and claim that their news report is giving false information because um, yeah. they said that he entered space in warp speed and our rockets don't take off in the actual warp speed that, that would be used um, in the actual, you know, enterprise. But, you know, that's just getting a little bit picky. But, yeah, 90 years old, and he has finally... See, 90? 90, yeah. nine zero ninety. He's 90 years old, which makes him the oldest person to go to space. I didn't realise he was 90? Yeah. Wow. So that's uh, William Shatner, by the way, for those of you um, are wondering, uh, you know, yeah. who we're on about. Um, but yeah, 90 wow. years old and he went to space and um, came back and um, all, all as well. So, you know, I did think at 90 year, years old, you're kind of pushing it, you know. So what did they do? Did they just go up and back down? Uh, they go up to a certain point where they, you go just on the edge of the Earth's atmosphere. Right. And then you stay there for a bit and then you come back down again. Why? Um, because. <laughs> I don't why not? It's all it's all to do with the um the uh you know like civilians being able to go to space and the new thing there is gonna happen soon where you know anybody can book a trip to space. I mean right. I will book myself on when it becomes a reasonable price, like you know, an easy, an easy jet flight, like 250 pounds. Would you want to go to space? Can you imagine definitely 100 percent I don't. Why? No, you're all right. Keep me where I can touch the floor. There's a floor in it. But I mean, you'll be floating because you'll be weightless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love to. I think it'd be amazing. Just just the view alone right. would just be out of this, out of this world. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. suck. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. But I mean, okay, so I mean, in relation to that story then, what about that one that, I, you don't hear much of it anymore, but do you remember a couple of years ago they were doing that whole one sign-on to go to Mars? Yes. It's like a one-ticket trip. You don't come back. Yeah. I don't get it. I'd sign up. Would you? Yeah. Well, to, to go to Mars? I mean, obviously I wouldn't now because obviously I've got a family. Well, that's what I mean. But, but, we, but you were seeing, like, if you looked at the, on the news when they were saying who'd signed up, I remember seeing a news story where it was like a mum had signed up to go and she had a husband and three kids at home. And it's like, what have they done for her to sign up to go Can to Mars? Can you imagine? She, she goes, right, sorry, kids, I'm uh, leaving now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, I'm not coming back ever. Even <laughs> if I want to, I can't come back. No, I just don't. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's one of those things that I never looked at that news story and went, oh, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> It just, it blows my mind. I just I think it, it goes along the lines, I think, with some people. Um, I saw a um, an Instagram reel of this guy right. and he had a placard and he was standing in the street and he was saying, uh, when you die, what do you want to be remembered for? Right. And if you think about that question, 
you know, what what do you want to be remembered for? Not going to Mars. Do, do you want to be remembered? I mean, I don't think many people are going to remember me. I mean, apart from my youth, and will tell their grandchildren, and they they would tell their grandchildren what an epic youth worker I was, and, and all our podcast listeners, and, and all. You know, this is around for many years to come, I would guess. Um, until we well, actually, when when we go, I think it won't be around because we'll stop paying the subscription to. Um, <laughs> Mate, if you think we're doing a podcast <laughs> for all that time, you've got nothing coming. As much as I love doing it. Yeah, but then we can change it to like two old blokes in a nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be there yeah. first. So I'll, um, I'll be yeah, like, you, start, you start off, mate. See if we can build the team up a bit. Yeah, it'd be uh, one bloke from a nursing home and one bloke who's just retired. That'd be the podcast. <laughs> We'd have to call it like the nursing home visit. That would be the new podcast name. <laughs> yeah, we pause this uh, broadcast because uh, Darren needs his uh, nappy changing. <laughs> oh, dear. Darren, time for your tablets. Not now, I'm recording. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving back onto the news reports then, um, I've got another one. Go on then. Okay. <laughs> And um, this comes from Sky News. So if you uh, see Sky News, uh, the sound of uh, music. Say what? The sound of music. Okay, let me guess what it's about. So there are two. There are two options. One, they are either remaking the sound of music using cows, which incredible if that's what they're doing. Coming, it's a Pixar film coming soon. (laughs) Cinemas near you. Or the other thing is. It's going to be some sort of cow orchestra that someone's decided they're going to try and do. I mean, you know, in it, uh, oh. apart from the cow side of things. Um, so, the sound of music, um, the Swiss cows have been airlifted off a of mountain pastures ahead of the annual parade. In order to help the injured animals descend from their summer pastures in the mountains, Farmers organised for around 10 of the cows to be given a helicopter ride to an area more accessible. And there's just, just a picture of a cow. I mean, I mean, we'll post this on our Instagram, um, uh, okay, of this Maybe. cow being airlifted. I'm going to share my screen with Anthony so he can actually see this cow oh, wow. currently airlifted above the mountains. I love that the caption is cows fly over Swiss pastures in helicopter rescue. <laughs> I mean, coming to the BBC soon, it's a uh, uh, helicopter rescue cow edition. Oh, Forget man. the, uh, you know, RNLI saving lives at sea. This that is, be... uh, uh, it was, I I'd mean, watch, I'd watch that. I mean, I, I guess he felt, you know, the hills were alive for him at that point. Mate, you're just getting worse. You're just going downhill. You're just going downhill. Okay, okay. Do you have another story? We're getting nearer to that nursing home podcast day by day. Um, I mean, I've got a couple sat in front of me, but I I, I feel like we should talk about the one that you and I talked about, Darren, before we start recording. Yeah. Um, Which I have now got in front of me. Yeah. Um, And it is that the Lucky Simpsons fan is to be paid... Five hundred pounds to watch the show. Did you say five hundred? Five thousand. Oh, you said a hundred. Oh, sorry. Five thousand pounds to watch show and predict the future. 
Uh, and that means they have to watch all 280 hours of The Simpsons and help identify moments where the hugely popular show foretold the future. Um, Darren, do you know any times that The Simpsons predicted the future? Or so they say, for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, there's been many times in episodes of The Simpsons throughout the years, which has run for however many series it is now, um, 32 years ago to the Simpsons first air or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, but they basically, there's moments in there where they've done an episode, something's happened, and then, you know, five years down the line, it's happened in real life. Yeah, so we, we think that um, the Simpsons creators have got a time machine and uh, they're heading um, to the future to find out what's going to happen so they can be the first to do it. I mean, you got yeah. one here that's... Um, Lisa Simpson entered the White House and she was dressed in an outfit almost identical to the one worn by the current Vice President Kamala Harris. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the most the most popular one, or I will say popular, the most knowledgeable one is that um, Donald Trump as president. Yeah, that came I up. mean, personally, I think he watched that episode and thought, see, even the Simpsons yeah. think I can I'll, do it. I'll and do then it. went on. Because I mean, that's, that's for his age group. You know, that, you know, cartoons is what you can understand. Yeah. Sorry, and, and, all my our American listeners. <laughs> but I mean, I've got a list in front of me. Number one is is they predicted Donald Trump's presidency. Uh, Lady Gaga's Super Bowl performance. She yeah. performed at the Super Bowl. Uh, the Ebola outbreak. The building of the Shard in London. Uh, and even scientific discoveries such as the Higgs. Boson and the donut-shaped universe. I think it's called the Higgs boson. Sure, whatever. I think it was that 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 um was it the collider where they were like the thing is were meant to collide and meant to cause a black hole and we were all going to die. Oh, I don't know. I think I didn't... that is the Higgs boson. Um, oh. but yeah, I think um that there's been quite a few in there, and I'd be yeah. really interested to see the outcome of the person watching this of how many things that they've spotted actually has happened. Yeah. And um, if you're if you're listening and thinking I could do that, applicants can be based anywhere in the world, but you have to be over 18 and speak good English. Mate, I think we're qualified. We can do it. So should we do it? I think <laughs> can we, sorry, we we actually uh, come as as a duo. So yeah, and, and only if we can do a podcast about it. <laughs> Uh, but there we go. I mean, it's, it's funny that there, there are times when they do things and you go, what, how is that matched up? Like the shard, like the shard in London. It's, it's so, crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. How, I mean, it's obviously coincidence because there's no way on this earth that they can know what's going to happen in the future. We know that, hmm. but it's just really strange how so many have um, actually come true. <laughs> Sorry. Bless yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, definitely. Um, okay. Have you got any more stories? I mean, you, I'm just going to go for a headline. Um, uh, Barbie are to make a vaccine scientist doll in hope of inspiring girls to become scientists. Okay. Interesting. Would that, would that, any, any girls listening, would that inspire you to become, <laughs> to become a scientist if you had a doll with it? Scientist coat on, because I imagine that's what it's going to look like. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get it. 
I don't get how a doll in your hand is going to go, oh, yeah, I want to be a scientist, just like Barbie scientist. Yeah. Who, who married Ken, the brain surgeon. <laughs> I mean, I, I've just thought of a question, though. It's not Barbie. I feel like we should have asked it, actually, while we were talking about Simpsons. Darren, yeah. you've seen episodes of The Simpsons, haven't you? Yeah, I've seen quite a few. What's one thing you can remember from The Simpsons that you would like to see come true? Come true? Yeah, like, what is one thing that you'd like to see in there that... I mean, they're mostly pretty far. I'd like to actually see them get older. <laughs> but they, they've stayed the same age for the last 32 years. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know that we, they've added episodes where they've all grown up within it. But I think, um, yeah, perhaps a, 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 a um, runoff from that, perhaps a Simpson so know, you, fr- so through the years. See- you wouldn't want to see it come true. You just want to see the Simpsons actually be accurate. Yeah, you know. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, there's, there's questionable stuff, isn't there, within the Simpsons? Yeah. Uh, some of the thing, and I, I don't know. Nothing comes to mind. I mean, I'm not an avid watcher of it, so um, people who watch it more would probably say, oh, "I'd love to see that come to." You know, what about mm. you? Have you got any that you can think of that? The Itchy and Scratchy show. Okay. But we sort of had that with Tom and Jerry, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, Itchy and Scratchy was, is um, very graphic. Yeah. But they coming come back soon. Each, coming they soon come back to each CBBC. Week. <laughs> they come back each week, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Violence is fine as long as you come back the following week. That's what Anthony's saying. Um, right. Don't change. Don't... I'd like to clarify that all opinions in this podcast may not be mine. They may be Darren's. <laughs> yeah, mate, mate, you said it, not me. I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, dear. But no, just an interesting question that came to mind. And it's quite hard to do, actually, because I didn't, I didn't even give it a thought that I'd have uh, to answer it as well. Okay, final one then, until we move yeah. on to another subject that we've got planned. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember that Bernie Sanders um, meme thing with him sat in the chair with Please. his mask? Yeah, where he sat with his own, his, yeah, and all that. Been doing the rounds for like since. But it was it was Donald uh, no, what's his face? His initiation yes. thing, wasn't it? Yeah, since he came into um, presidency. What's his name? Um, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Um, yeah, there's now the um, as as it's called on. This is from Sky News. So the sexy Bernie Sanders outfit. Could be the scariest costume this Halloween. What? Can you believe that poor bloke sat there? He was just keeping warm. Has become and has gone viral. <laughs> Absolute viral. And apparently, yes, yeah, now going to be the scariest costume this Halloween. So um, look out in all your favourite Halloween stores near you. That's terrible. Poor bloke must be thinking, why did I wear that? Yeah, he, he probably just looks at it and goes, well, I was warm, so who's really losing? Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> so, so talking of Halloween. <laughs> talking of Halloween, it's coming up. It's coming up. 31st of October um, is Halloween for all of those for- of you that um, know the date. Now, for anyone that lives near my end, we've got a United event coming up with the other churches. Come along. It'd be great. Two pounds. We've got a live music act. We've got games, food. Is that kind of like a light, a light party for teens? Mm, yeah. 
we don't call it a light party because it's not anything to do with light. <laughs> no, if you want to go to the darkness just, concert being it's held just, by uh, it's just, all uh, the churches. It's, it's like an evening of, of worship and stuff like that. Okay. It's more like a youth service, basically. It just happens to be on that day. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, well, this is one of the controversies. It was originally going to be a light party, but we decided, actually, let's adapt because of the ages we're aiming it to. Yeah. Well, we're, um, we're not doing a light party this year um, no. because we haven't got a building to do it in because it's being used. Anyone um, in Darren's area then that wants to travel down, 31st October. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bus will cost you £10. So it's £12 a ticket. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, so, yeah, moving on to the subject. So Halloween... It's one of those subjects in the um, church, in inverted commas, that gets people's backs up. Yeah. Or doesn't get people's backs up. They're not bothered with it. Or, you know, it's just, yeah, it's one of those things. It, it divides people, doesn't it? It does. It does. And it's been dividing people since the start of time. No, no it doesn't be going that long. Um, but, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's a it's a it's a subject that um, you either love it or you hate it. It's like Marmite. Halloween is like Marmite. That's there you go. This is what is the it, podcast is going to be called. Is it a love it, love it or hate it situation though? Because what about that middle ground where you don't care? That we don't care about them. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's not like Marmite. There goes the title for this podcast. No, keep, well done. keep it. Just okay. There's the title. Then it's not like Marmite. Sorry. <laughs> it's not like Marmite. There we go. There's. Uh, I'm gonna write that down. It's not like. Uh, but yeah, it is. It is one that. But you know, you hear a lot of people debate. A lot of people have opinions on it. And yeah, you know, I mean, I grew up taking part in Halloween. Same here. Um, I wasn't a Christian then. And we used to have a Halloween party. We used to go knocking on doors, asking strangers for sweets, the whole shebang. Um, but I think as a society, we've moved forward a lot more. We've inherited from um, the Americans the holiday that it is now. It's now become a holiday season yeah. um, of its own. And it's become bigger and bigger. Um, and it divides the church. You know, and we, we combat it by chucking in, right, we're going to do a light party and we preach against it um, because we have this idea that it's all about darkness and it's celebrating everything dark. Where actually, if you look at a child, they're not actually celebrating it darkly. They're literally going out because they want to get sweets and it's the time yeah. just to dress up. Yeah. I mean, when we run our light parties, we've always said, you know, no scary costumes um, because nobody wants to be scared, really, do they? Unless you've got a real, unless you like that sort of thing. I mean, I don't like being scared. It's not a feeling that I enjoy. Um, so we always tell our kids that if you want to dress up, come as like a superhero or something. Nobody's turned up as Jesus yet. I'm waiting for that day to come. I'd love, and that person is going to get so many sweets for dressing up as Jesus. You realize next time you do one now, whoever listens to this is going to come dressed as Jesus. I don't think many people listen to our podcast. They do. <laughs> they come to my church. <laughs> I think there's more than you'd expect. Oh. But yeah, and I think it's one of those that um, 
Christianity magazine has published an article by Chris Witherall, um, which is a really good read. It's a short article. Won't take you long to um, whiz through it. And he's from Sussex for anyone that... Is he? Yeah. Yeah, he's based in Sussex. There you go. And he's uh, interested He's interested in the link between faith, the arts, and um, psychology. There you go. Bit of a weird combination. <laughs> um, so there are aspects, isn't there? I mean, Anthony's not speaking in this at all. <laughs> uh, he's... Um, but there are aspects of it that I think is quite dark and oh, and, and I think I, yeah, and there is, and you get you get people that do take Halloween too far, you know. You do get people that treat it as this, you know, immaculate festival that they have to make an effort to scare people, they have to make an effort to harm people. But it shouldn't be like that. No, it shouldn't be like that. It should be a celebration of you know the light that is in the world and that we're just seeing people come together and be joyful over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, towards the end of his article, he, um, he speaks about it and um, I'm presuming we can quote little bits that he can, as long as you don't read it out, I think we're not infringing copyright. We can do what we want. Oh, yeah, so um, all, he doesn't copy- listen. <laughs> all, all copyright issues, please address them to anthony at catalystyouth.org.uk. Uh, sorry, sorry, man, we got insurance. Um, so he says, perhaps Halloween represents a chance for us to acknowledge and process some of the sadness and evil that we encounter in life in the same way that the horror genre often does. It presents the church, therefore, with a real chance to embrace conversations about otherwise difficult subjects, such as what is it about human nature that underlies our fascination with darkness? Or if there really is a thing called evil in the world, then how do we respond? And I think that, to me, summed up the whole spiel. I mean, there's other bits that he talks about um, throughout the the article. Yeah. Um, But it is, and I think... Yeah, we 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 can, and I think those that take part in um, doing something on Halloween is brilliant. But I think we shouldn't be so quick just to completely condemn it straight away. We should be engaging in those conversations with people. Yeah, um, because you can still have a Halloween party. Just don't, you know, have all the witches and devils and all that malarkey in it. Um, but you know, if you go back through the um, the ages, uh, you know, it came from a pagan festival, wasn't it uh, originally? Good. And um, the the Christian Church then took it over, and it was uh, is it All Souls? Yeah. So All Souls. So is it All Hallows? Wait, all, what order do they come in? I can't remember. Is it All All Souls, and then is it All Hallows Eve? I'll find out. Um, and it was a time where those would remember the dead, if I remember rightly. I may be completely wrong on making all this up. All Souls is the 2nd of November. So that comes afterwards. Um, all there, Hallows Eve is very Yeah, fast. but there is this, there's also, if you search it up, there's this um, a guy that wrote a um, poem regarding um, Halloween. And it's really good, and I show it to our, um, young people in the church before and um i'll try and stick a link on our um catalyst um page 
yeah. um, on our Instagram for you to have a, a watch of the little video um, that the guy does. Yeah. Um, and he talks about how, you know, we may dress up as goals and all things like that. But at the end of the day, darkness may come, but it's soon replaced with the light. And that's what we've got to remember. Um, you know, be less quick to, you know, condemn and be quicker to actually speak about Halloween and, you know, go from there. Um, yeah. I don't know. Don't go too deep. <laughs> no, whatever you're doing this Halloween, just be safe. Yeah, I mean, I think the days are gone from when I did it when I was younger to now. I think the days are gone where it was okay to knock on strangers' doors. Because um, I think about it now as an adult, I can't believe my parents allowed that to happen. I mean, come on, you know, did they not care? I mean, I think that's child abuse in itself. Um, and I may need to receive counselling for this. Well, um, any, anyone that is out there doing trick-or-treating, no, because it's going to happen. Yeah. People are going to do it, but look for the houses that have a pumpkin outside or a decoration up or a light on. If they're off, don't knock on their door. They probably don't want it. Yeah, and also, um, I know around here, in um, even in the Somerset area, um, the police issue on their website a poster that you put on your door and um, saying, you know, no trick-or-treaters here, please. Very good. The idea is, you know, if you see that poster, keep walking. Yeah. Don't do anything to the house or anything like that because at the end of the day, you're going to get yourself into trouble, especially with the police because uh, they're out in force on that night. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you're going knocking on doors, um, just do it safely and go to places and that you know. Yeah. You know, don't be knocking on strangers' doors because you don't know who they are and you don't know their intentions and it's just not worth it. And always make sure you go with an adult. And don't chuck eggs at my house. Although, if you do want to chuck eggs at Dan's house, his church will find out to do it. Wow. I didn't know where I was going with that. I just had to make it. I, I, I was spot. wondering where you were going to go with that one. <laughs> like, yeah, if you chuck it, you know, for every person that chucks an egg, gets a miles bar. Um, you know. Hey, Darren, Darren said it, not me. No, you heard it. That was a, no, no, as in, that's what I thought Auntie was going to say was that. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, be safe, you know, and I say at the end of our light party when we did it, um, that, you know, we used to run it of an evening and the kids were, some of the kids will say that after this, we're going out trick or treating and kind of defies the whole object of having the light party, which was really annoying. But I would say if you are doing it, just be safe and make sure you have an adult. Um, and I think it's more for a young child. So 11 and under. I think is what Halloween is kind of pitched at. Uh, anything above that just becomes antisocial behaviour, and you know, <laughs> it does. I mean, some of the teenagers that wow. try and push their luck um, that we've had before it's yeah. just been unreal. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, you know what? Let's end this lecturing. <laughs> podcast. Oh, I, think before, to, I think we need we to. Um, anyone. I think we need to um, like finish on something lighter than a. You know. Well, let me let me tell us tell a news story that I have seen pop up while we've been on here. Okay. There is a building in Essex. They are building a whole new block of flats. They have nearly finished. Yay! They built it backwards. <laughs> are you serious? The windows are the wrong way round, and <laughs> so they happen to turn it around. 
But my favourite thing is, is it says in the news story that the building, the building's been recommissioned because it's been built backwards, um, including the balconies. Does that mean the balconies are on the inside of the building? <laughs> hey, how can you have a... I'm just backwards, trying to read it now. The backwards uh, balcony. It has now emerged that the workmen built an entire block of one, two, and three-bedroom homes with the windows, doors, and balconies the wrong way around. I don't get it. I don't think anyone can, because even the developers said it's a beggar's belief how on earth can a developer build a set of flats the wrong way? It's mystifying. To build something completely the wrong way is a major mess-up. How can a national developer make such a major mistake? Wow. So I'm intrigued. Um, Where is this to? Uh, so it's on the one I was just reading with Daily Star. It's on, there's a couple of mirror, you know. Do you know where the actual location of the flats are? Oh, Essex. Es- Say no more. Okay. Um, I mean, have you watched The Only Way is Essex? Yeah. Well, no, I haven't actually. I've seen clips like, you know, I, I, I've on seen Google Docs and stuff and quite like frankly, that. Frankly, I can tell how it went wrong. Yeah, I won't um, be watching it. It doesn't represent Essex in a way that I think Essex should be represented. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, one bit of good news before we leave. As we said earlier, um, sleepover is happening. So if you are a parent of our youth or you are a youth member, hopefully, listening to this, then get in touch with either me or Anthony to get the booking forms and come along. The cost <laughs> is just £5. If you cannot afford the £5, speak to us because there is a way around it. Um, so nobody is left out. We are travelling all the way from sunny Somerset to wet and windy West Sussex. To- Whoa! <laughs> Don't give me that. To uh, join Anthony's lot. Um, and it's going to be an epic 24 hours, I think. Of, um, fun games, entertainment, and obviously food. Winner. Winner, winner. There is no chicken dinner. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm going to leave my dad jokes there and do the goodbye. So thank you so much for joining us. We are here every week, unfortunately. I do apologise. On a Friday at 2pm. If you want to contact us, head over to our website at www.catalystyouth.org.uk. You can find all our social media and also our email addresses, which is info at catalystyouth.org.uk. Thanks for joining us. It's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from him. We'll see you soon. Cheers.